Hello and welcome to Surveyor Says, the podcast from the National Society of Professional Surveyors. Each week, we bring you fascinating guests that are involved in the profession of surveying. We cover a lot of ground, including table lay talk with Gary Kent, point of order with the NSPS Joint Government Affairs Team, future focus, highlighting current and future leaders of the profession, and everything survey-related in between. Thanks for joining us here on the podcast and hope you enjoyed listening to this episode of Surveyor Says. Greetings. This is your host, Kurt Sumner, for the NSPS series, podcast series, Surveyor Says. It's a big deal for us today because we're recording our 50th episode. When we first started this a while back, I don't think we ever contemplated when we would get to 50 or what it might be like when we did, but it's been just amazing how quickly the time has gone and how well people have responded and people have been willing to join us. It's just just amazing. Uh, I I was thinking about some of the things that we've done and the diversity if that's a good term to use these days, in terms of the people who've joined us on the show. And and I wrote down, we've gone from tick man to pretty soon we're going to be talking about blockchain. And uh, for people who listened to the radio show before, we talked about blockchain a couple of times, but there is an application for us in the surveying profession with that. So we want to cover it again. And uh, fortunately for you, the listener, when we do that one, Tim, Tim Birch is going to be the host of that one because he actually knows what he's talking about. Uh, if, if we're just doing things that you don't really know, need to know what you're talking about, you just need somebody to talk, then I'm the right guy. But if you need somebody that really knows what they're talking about, we go to Tim every time. So Tim's going to do that one for us, and we're really excited about that. So have, having spoken of Tim, he is with me tonight to share this birthday, or if that's what we want to call it, anniversary maybe is a good one. Yeah, that's also, good. however, with us today is Little Miss Everything. <laughs> Trish Miller is so talented, it is unbelievable. And whatever it is we decide we want to do, most of the time we don't have a clue how we're going to do it. We just think, hey, that sounds like a good idea. It's almost like being out with your buddies, you know, like hold my beer and watch this. I mean, that's kind of the way we, we get started. Exactly. And, and then Trish has to bring us back to earth and say, okay, we can do that. However, you need to be doing these things. So Trish, thank you so much for everything you do for us. And thanks for joining us tonight in honor of all the work that's gone on. And, and a big part of it is because of you. Thanks, Kurt. I'm happy to be on the, the show tonight. And she's a real talker too. I forgot to tell you. About that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, oh, yes. We, you know, we got to be careful not get her started tonight. Yeah. I, so, I, yeah. I kind of like staying behind the scenes. I don't like to be out in front of everybody. So. So, Kurt, do you, do you, it's hard to it's hard to fathom that we started talking about this this podcast about a year and a half ago when we were still in the midst of the radio show and we were looking to expand and 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 modernize with the times um because you ha had a pretty good following with the radio show what was that eight eight and a half years something like that that was yeah, uh, every every monday at, at uh, 11 eastern you were doing that radio show and uh, we were just looking for ways to make it a little more portable a little little more diverse again that word uh 
out to to different people and so like i said it, it's been a it's been a quick year and a half since that and then a quick year since we've actually started this thing um so you know i'd like to just kind of step back in time a little bit just talk about some of the planning and and what we what really what we wanted to do with with this versus the radio show um yes that was live yes you had commercial breaks and what have you but uh i mean when we first started talking about this what did what part of the podcast did that really speak to you about its portability and how we could do it and how we could how we could control it more well i think you i think you've kind of hit it on the head there it, it's all about being effective and conveying what we want to convey and, and i'm not saying we couldn't do that on a radio show obviously we could but we've we've been able to and i hate to keep using the word diversity but we've been able to capture a lot of different points of view and, and and on the radio show we always were trying to find something interesting which which we were able to do uh, but a lot of that content or almost all of it came from outside and one of the things we've been able to do with the podcast is to not bring everything inside because we do go outside but we we're able to focus on the the inside things that we want to and so we can talk to the young surveyors or we can talk to our directors or we can talk to whomever and and it's important because it's about nsps and and the radio show was kind of about nsps but it was more about just the broad topic and so right we, our role in surveying as the national society i think is to to provide these types of platforms and and con control what not not that we will be control freaks but we're able to to delve into different things that we want to talk about and find people that are willing to talk with us and and i think honestly i believe people are a little more willing to have themselves put out there when they're doing it like this rather than live right i can speak from experience yes that's true <laughs> it was like oh this is live so you you really were stumbling not you trying to keep from stumbling over your own words not that you know that's the beauty of being able to record and edit and do whatever we want um and i guess that's part of what the allure and um what i appreciate what we've been able to do and a lot of the guests that you've been able to have on um like you said with the radio show it was a little more broad um i think we're finding those same broad topics but we're finding them within our ranks within our members within within the people around us, because they're able to sit down and, and have a conversation face-to-face -face over the way we're doing this. And I, I gotta tell you, I mean, just just listening to all of these episodes this past year, uh, how much better I know the organization, how much better I know a lot of our members, uh, and really how we operate nationwide and, and, and some of the things they're up against. So I guess that, Hearing hearing some of the the uh, discussions you've had uh, over this past year has just been really really fulfilling for me watching this watching this and listening to this thing grow. Yeah, I think one of the other things that's made it easier is the fact that we don't have commercial breaks, so True. we can we can just do our continuation of conversation and not have to worry about oh my goodness uh, somebody's really going good right now but sorry got a break um, so we right. don't have that now. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. I well, guess that's what I like about. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, 
for anybody listening to this podcast or anybody they may know who they think would be good to be on our podcast, we seriously want to hear from you because the whole idea is to get voices, get stories, get adventures, all the things that people are doing in surveying, whether they're a student or whether they're a young licensee or they're a, a survey tech. Some of the best shows we've had have been with survey techs. Um, yep. And so we want to hear from all of those people. And we're not restricted in what we can go out and do and, and, and re restricted is not the right word, but I just think it, it's a little easier for us to reach people in this venue because just like right now, we're doing this in the evening, right? And, and yes, if I've got somebody on the West coast who wants to do it after work, okay. That means I start at nine o'clock. Okay, fine. Uh, not a big deal. Right? So it, we're not limited in our ability to not only find guests, but schedule in a way that works for them. Exactly. You know, and as I look back over the, over the, the podcasts, you know, I, I guess what I'm proud of what we've accomplished with this, you know, kicking this thing off a year ago. I mean, the first big thing we did was, was the, for the upcoming election of uh, the, the new vice president uh, candidates. And we, did a series of meet the candidates. Um, so often before when we were doing elections, it's you read a little bio in News and Views, maybe. Um, this gave us an opportunity for you to sit down with each of those candidates and, and kind of get a feel for what that person was bringing to the table and, and to be considered for the, to be elected. And that was that was a nice, nice way to kick this thing off. I think it was it gave us a little better idea of the, of the humans behind some of these things. Um, the next one that, that really stands out to me just because of, of I guess, my nature of my, of my surveying is Gary Kent and Table A Talk. That besides uh, seeing him in sessions and, and talking with him, especially during uh, the, the, the land title survey committee meetings, the man is a wealth of knowledge. And to be able to have that at, in 30 minute chunks with you to sit down and talk about these things. Um, I've, I've had, I've heard so many great comments about hearing Gary in his own words, explain these things. And it's just been, that's been a nice one. And I, I'm glad to see we're going to continue with that. Uh, the young surveyors, um, like you said, not even just the, the, the licensed young surveyors, but some of the technicians you've been talking to, uh, they're fascinating. They, they're coming from all walks of life. They're coming with different experiences definitely different experiences serving wise than, than you and I uh, uh, experienced in our in our careers um, just completely different way of, of, of looking at things and it's nice to hear that and giving them a voice uh, the other good one I think that people really appreciate that I've heard very a lot of comments is point of order and talking with John uh, Palatello uh, JB Bird and even Pat Smith on the one where you guys had your had a actual uh, joint government affairs committee meeting those of the wealth of knowledge that uh, our political action people bring to the table is just it's been really great and that helps provide any of our members any of our listeners with what the advocacy of this organization is really about so uh, I said I, I applaud everybody that's that's been involved with this and been able to pull these things off and uh, I've enjoyed them so far yeah it's kind of interesting you mentioned John and JB uh, they sent us a, a report for our upcoming meetings 
for government affairs activities and all the different topics and a pretty good explanation of what went on and how we did it. It was like 13 pages long. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing really what we've been able to get done there with those guys. And, and I think one of the great things about what has happened with them is that when, when JB came on board, he was able to spend pretty much all of his time on the Hill, getting to know people, building coalitions. I mean, think of all the coalitions we've come through and, and JMPA always did a good job for us, but we never really had somebody who was sort of on the ground, so to speak, right? Day, day after day. And that's made a tremendous amount of difference. And, and, and I'm certain that our members re recognize how well we're represented there. Exactly. No, it's, uh, you know, that's something that, that Pat Smith always talks about. And with JB burning up the shoe leather on Capitol Hill, um, he really does. He spends a lot of time doing that stuff and uh, uh, obviously pre-COVID. So we'll see how how we come back out of that. But uh, no, that, that that is a great series. Really like that one. Another one that I really, I'm really starting to get, enjoy even much, much more is Future Focus. And we're talking to educators. We're talking to people outside of surveying, but it's survey related. And a lot of those things that are that are affecting our future as surveyors uh, is going to been a good series. Um, and then the last one that's for me that's been uh, was was kind of fun. And I hope we get to do more of these in the future. And maybe that's kind of falling in the line with blockchain as well. But um, my couple sit downs with Michael Dennis and talking about the datums and the uh, deprecation of the foot. Um, had a lot of great comments about that, those two as well, and, and how knowledgeable. And we, if we are able to bring people like Michael Dennis to the table and, and explain things in uh, plain English of what we're doing, uh, it really helps than just trying to read it in an email somewhere or a, a newsletter. Yeah, that, and that brings up a really good point, Tim. That That has been a good exercise I think it would be good for us if we can expand on that and get more people in other agencies. I mean, I'm sure our listeners would like to hear from people at BLM, for example, on what's going on with BLM or what's going on in other agencies that are close to us, USGS, whoever it may be, because again, we have connections in all those. Uh, I think it'd be good for our listeners to hear from people in within those entities who are there day to day helping us better understand what's going on and what they're looking at down the road and that kind of thing. You got it. Well, one of the, one of the, I just, I, I shouldn't say I spaced off and forgot about, we we've had one podcast and we're going to end up having a few more with our friends across the pond, Ellie and Elaine Ball that uh, with the, the get kids into survey that actually Trish did chime in a little bit on that one. She was sheepishly involved in that one, but Trish, would you mind giving us a small update on Get Kids Into Survey and what posters we have in in stock for people to, to call and order now? Yeah, the survey website just went live again. And in the US, we have the following posters available. We have New York, we have Crime Scene, we have Forestry, Utilities, Offshore, and New York. And since the website has gone live, I think we've only shipped out approximately 200 posters 
but uh, it's starting to pick back up again. I know that Elaine and Ellie are all over the place doing all kinds of different seminars and, and podcasts. So I think that's helping to get the message out. So uh, we're kind of excited that it's starting to kick back up again. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll be able to start doing some more in-person events here soon so we can get the posters out um, even to a broader, you know, group of people. Well, that's part of getting the message. Yeah, you're exactly right, getting the message out. Unfortunately, COVID has hurt us a little bit. Kids being in and out of schools, especially uh, not having surveyors, being able to go into schools and, and speak like we have been doing. Um, and that, that even goes even a step further with Trigstar and CST. Uh, that's kind of, we've been affected that way because of the, in, the, the lack of in-person um, meeting availability. So, um, yeah, I'm, I, I, I am too. I'm excited to get some things going back with uh, Get Kids in the Survey. Um, don't, to the listeners out there, don't let let uh, her her my, her her manners uh, confuse you. She's well, actually, and Kurt with his expert folding as well. Uh, what, what are we over forty some thousand posters we've shipped in a couple of years? Uh, yeah. That's a lot of posters. That is a lot of posters, and these two have uh, done a uh, a whale of a job getting the, getting them out to uh, to our members and and those young students looking at them. Yeah, it's hard to uh, think about, isn't it, that the fact that you know how to fold posters correctly is kind <laughs> of like being a blacksmith. Um, I mean, you still have a use for it, but it's not every day, right? <laughs> right, well, right. Well, the good yeah. thing is, I'll chime in on that one. The good thing is we now get some folded, so we, we don't need our folding services any longer. <laughs> We've gotten uh, smart. That's true. That's true. We let, yeah, I let the printers take care of those things. So um, we're here we are. We're into the late, well, actually, mid to late October. We're getting ready for uh, our, our next the fall NSPS business meeting, once again, virtual, unfortunately, due to COVID. Uh, what can, I guess, Kurt, what are we, what are we looking for as far as meeting schedules going forward? I mean, uh, what's going to happen the next couple of weeks with, uh, with our meetings and what, how is NSPS dealing with the meeting schedules going in the, in the age of COVID? Well, once again, we know who's doing all that work. <laughs> well, yes, we do. <laughs> but it, it's just kind of interesting how that all plays out. And uh, one of the things that is a big issue is the fact that committees need to be meeting. And I think sometimes, and, and Trish can probably chime on this too, it seems like sometimes the the remote part of it in some ways maybe inhibits people from doing that. I think if they would ever actually do it one time, though, <laughs> they would find it to be so good, so interesting right. to be able to do because it's sort of like the three of us are sitting here now and we're having this conversation and we're all in different places, but it's like being in the same room. And so I, I, I hope that as we move forward, people will understand that it's, it's a really great way to do this still. And, and honestly, from my perspective, in some, some ways, I think it's even better. Because if everybody's sitting around a table, maybe you're not as willing to to chime in, or or right. maybe maybe you're sitting at the back of the room and you're not hearing the person up front nearly as well as you'd like to. So I I think that not that I'm against our our 
in-person meetings because they're fantastic. Everybody likes seeing the, the gang, right? We all enjoy that and, and everything goes well. But I don't want people to think that if we're not able to do that, it's a bad thing. But even more so, what I hope people realize is that we can do a committee meeting or a group meeting of any kind, any time. We don't have to wait for special days or occasions. We can do it anytime when people are available and it can still be meaningful and productive. Right. Well, and I, I guess this is a good time to also then repeat, we've we've offered this to uh, to all of our state affiliates to be able to use our GoToMeeting platform uh, to be able to, to hold their own meetings, uh, especially the, those smaller states that may not have the budget to be able to do these types of things. We've offered that up to every affiliate. So if you're one of those members in one of those states, it doesn't seem like you're doing any doing so much because you can't afford it. Uh, you can you can blame us for wanting to bug your affi state affiliate to get in touch with us. Let it let us help you put on that meeting and and make sure that the business of, of the state affiliate is still going on. So like Kurt said, it's it it, it is like you're there for those who haven't uh, haven't had the chance to be able to do it. And over time, I think for most of us, it's just become second nature. Absolutely, I'd rather do all of our meetings face-to-face, -face, but um, we're also, we're also, you know, I guess that's part of the sur the serving um, mantra is, is protecting the public. Well, it's also protecting people's health and, uh, and, and being safe going forward. This is as safe as we're gonna be. So however we can help the rest of our affiliates, that's what we need to do. So, like I said, if you've got a got a meeting you want to hold, get a hold of us. Actually, don't get a hold of me or Kurt. Get a hold of Trish. She's the one that'll set you up. Yeah, um, and I was just going to add to that that there are some committees like budget and finance and diversity and um, I'll, the NSPS Foundation. There's just some groups that are really taking advantage of having regularly scheduled meetings, and it's and, and they're very productive. And um, I, I think it's a good platform, and I and I wish that some of the other committees would start taking advantage of it. Sure. Uh, I guess speaking on, I guess living in the in the age of COVID, uh, some of the things that that we're still ramping up, we're still trying to do. And you mentioned the diversity committee. Um, we're we're getting some of these committees still keeping them active, um, just so our I guess listeners realize that we're not forgetting. The, uh, the school counselors' conferences. We're not forgetting uh, getting out in front of the in front of kids, um, either with the posters or Trig Star or what have you. If there is something you need to help you do that same promotion, let NSPS know. We've got things for you. We've got marketing material. We've got tchotchkes. We got we've got items that can help you with that. So uh, make sure and get a hold of us for that type of thing too, because our uh, we've got all kinds of things that uh, that we can help you with. So we've got to be able to do that. We've got to continue to get that message out. So uh, anything you would, what would you like to add there, Trish? I, I was just going to say, we do have all those um, resources, but we, um, Becky Rowland from the uh, Colorado Society had reached out to me and, and I guess a lot of career fairs are starting to go online or, or school fairs. So um, I reached out to a Good. couple of people. Ryan Swingley was very helpful with um, providing me with some PowerPoints, and so was Elaine and Ellie. So we're starting to tailor some of their PowerPoints 
um, to be used for virtual career fairs. So we have that available to uh, to anyone actually who wants to use those. Very nice. Speaking of things that are going on, Tim, it might be worth mentioning that you are currently in discussions, maybe not negotiations yet, but discussions uh, with our friends over at, at Sages in terms and looking at our definitions book. Maybe you can let our listeners know about that. You bet. No, that's something that, uh, and once again, uh, the, the the master of everything NSPS, um, Ms. Trish, had, actually we had the book reprinted uh, last year uh, to update it, to just make it look a little more modern, but the content itself is still back from 2005 was the last time it was, was edited. Um, for those of us who have been around all that time, we realize how much things have changed and we've added to our lexicon since then. So what we did is we put out an RFP uh, a few months back and was wanting interested parties to update the uh, the very famous uh, ACSM terms book. Well, we've got this, we've got a, a serious taker on doing this and it's, uh, it's uh, the organization is Sages, great group of people, and they've reached out to us and said, let us help. We, we would like to do something and put this thing together. So we're currently in negotiations with, uh, with them to start looking at the book, uh, to update all of the terms as we've, we've just talked about, but not even just update it and make it a new fancy cover and, and add a few more terms, actually modernize it. And with the, the real intent of making this thing digital. And whether it's a website, whether it's an app, whether, however it may be, yes, I think there'll eventually be a book published so somebody can take it into a test, but something, it's not just something for the, for the, for the student or for the, app, the applicant working on their, their exams for them to take into a test. The terms book is on my shelf. I use it a lot. And I know practitioners use it a lot why not have it on your computer desktop? Why not have it something that's searchable? That's, that's that much more robust to use. And that's exactly what the, the, the members at Sages want to do. So we're, like I said, we're talking with them right now on what we can do with it. And uh, hopefully we'll have some uh, good news first of the year to be able to roll out, roll out some dates on what we're gonna try to put together. I was just gonna say another thing that, that we do that we get a, a pretty strong participation in, but, People can learn more about it and hopefully will be interested in doing it. Maybe, maybe it'd be a good idea for the podcast sometime to get somebody come on who has participated in our plaque competition, our survey plaque competition, maybe one of the yes. winners or something. And because there, there's a particular group of people who really get into that. And it's, it's so cool to, I, I love being a judge because I get mm -hmm. to look at their work and, and the way it's all put together and, um, you don't have quite as much uh, flair as back in the dark ages when we were drawing by hand, but, yes. <laughs> but nonetheless, they're, they're always interesting projects that they've taken on. And so I, I hope we'll get more people to participate in that as well. That would be good. Um, and I guess along those similar lines, and this is kind of teasing and I'm not sure where it falls uh, episode wise, it's within the next one or two after this one is is published, uh, it drops. We have an interview with it with a with a gentleman, actually a gentleman and his employer from Kentucky, that uh, 
that it's a great story that the this this man basically came in off the street engineering company picked him up for some temporary work he found surveying loved it he's now uh fully employed with the engineering company as a surveyor and he just recently passed his cst level one um and it's going to and start to study for his cst level two um i can tell you that just seeing that gentleman's grin ear to ear on how proud he was that he passed that cst level one and he wants to get more and we're not talking a, a high schooler we're talking uh, a man that's been been around the block a few times but he found survey and that's that's a success story that that i think if you get a chance definitely plan on downloading it and listening to it because it it just me it goes goes to show the human the human spirit that can happen all because of survey and the 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 pride you get from from doing a job well and uh but it also comes also down to an employer that's willing to back that person um it, it is it is the whole package so please plan on listening to that one uh in the next couple of weeks well speaking of that i mean this is the 50th episode um that's what we're here to kind of celebrate a little bit um one thing we do want to announce is that uh we're going to have and should be on the on social media with this one but uh a new logo and uh yes getting the cartoon surveyor off of there um even though i'm kind of partial to him a little bit are but, you talking uh, about my picture <laughs> yeah you're <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly so we got we've got a brand new logo coming um from our partners at uh iheart creative that trish has been working with them uh it's a cool looking logo um that uh we're very very proud of that uh we'll be unveiling with this episode. Um, by the time this one drops, we'll be over well over 16,000 downloads. Um, very, very proud of that as well. And uh, hopefully, hopefully that uh, we'll be around for at least 50 more episodes and 16,000 more. So uh, I, I mean, let me make one last pitch to our audience. Oh, sure. I think something we we would really find that people find interesting are if you have a project that's a really cool thing, something that was just sort of off the charts or they had some particular element to it, come and talk to us about it. It's just a conversation. You know, it's not an inquisition or anything. It's just a conversation about what you're doing. And believe me, we'll be excited about it. And I'm sure our audience will be too. So I, I hope people will think about that and raise their hand and say, yeah, we did this really neat thing. Exactly. I because real, let's be realistic. I don't know that I know a surveyor that doesn't have a surveying story. Everybody's got stories. Now, yeah, some are going to be better than others, but you know what? Ring us up and, and see what we've got. That's that's uh, that's what we want to we want to hear. Absolutely. Well, in conjunction with the fiftieth episode, uh, we're going to have a little giveaway. And. Uh, Bottom line is you had to listen clear to the end of this to be able to to be able to pull this off. So, um, so listen carefully. Uh, the aforementioned Gary Kent, uh, our fearless leader of the ALTA NSPS Land Title Survey Committee, he has uh, a little oh I don't know just just a personal touch on on the release of of new standards, and on the year that they're going to be released. 
he releases them on a specific date. And it is in conjunction with the Festival of Terminus, which is who is the god of, of protecting boundary markers. Please email to info at nsps.us.com. Once again, that's info at nsps.us.com. Email that date. Email the date you've got until Wednesday, November 4th at 5 p.m. to put that in and tell us that date and you'll be entered into a drawing. We're going to put together some couple of prize, several prize packages. Um, and it's not just stuff we're going to go pick off the back shelf. Oh, yeah, we need to get rid of these things. Yeah, there might be some nice things in there. So count on that. And so go look up that date. We don't know the date. The date is February 23rd. So write that down. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but look it up anyway. It's a great story, and I like that uh, that Gary has always put that put, put that little caveat, and that's the day that the new title standards, land title standards, come uh, come to fruition. I'll, I'll, let me add one not so great element to our Alta NSPS standards. Gary uh -oh. is going to Gary is going to be leaving us as chair in the not too distant future. And we yes. have some really capable people on the committee that will do a great job. But just so the whole world hears it, nobody could ever express how much Gary's contributions have meant to that product, but also to we surveyors, to us, because it's amazing how those standards have evolved primarily based on comments from surveyors. Exactly. So, you know, Gary will still be around, but uh, we, we will be having a new chair in uh, the next coming cycle. You bet. Yes, and he will be he will be missed, but uh, good for us that uh, he's still always around to answer questions. He always he always returns my emails. He always returns my calls because Lord knows I, I ask enough Alta questions when I need to. And he's still going to do workshops, by the way. He's just not going to be chair of the committee. So he'll be good. traveling around. Good. Well, one last thing I would like to throw in here is is a thank you. Thank you to the listeners. And also somebody that we need to thank is, is our sustaining members. Um, these are the companies that support NSPS and allow us to do things like this, like stickers, like I mean a lot of things. So one I would like to just quickly run through our list of sustaining members that are really, really been there for us. Uh, Assurance Risk Managers, Bernston Monuments, Bowman Consulting, Buchanan and Harper, Carlson Software, Krylon Industrial, Leica Geosystems, NCWES, Point of Beginning Magazine and Geo Data Point, SAM LLC, Seanstat, Subsurface Instruments, Superior Instruments, ServeCap, Trimble, and last but not least, Victor Insurance. Thank you to all of those sustaining members that uh, have really helped us be able to do some things. And also thank you to all the listeners that uh, have given us a lot of great support. And if it, if it wasn't for the downloads, if it wasn't for the comments, uh, you know, we, we appreciate the feedback and we really like doing this and we got some people are out there listening. So with that, anything else to add from uh, 
from the peanut gallery, Miss Trish. Everything good? Everything's good, Tim. Any final word words of wisdom there, Mr. Sumner? You and I must be really great at this because we got Trish to talk today. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> she can't resist our charms. That's what it is. <laughs> well, she she should share in this because she has to help get us out of all the messes we get our stuff ourselves. <laughs> when we're trying yes. to do stuff. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I guess with that, uh, we'll wrap this thing up. And uh, uh, like I said, once again, thanks to everybody that, that has downloaded and listened. And like I said, stay tuned. We've got a bunch of great guests coming along in the next few weeks and months. So uh, till then, we'll uh, we'll talk to you another time. Thank you. You've been listening to the Surveyor Says podcast, brought to you by the National Society of Professional Surveyors. If you have any questions about today's episode or any other topic, please email us at info at nsps.us.com, and we are here to help. Visit our website, nsps.us.com, to learn more about our association, the programs we administer and support, our sustaining members, and information about future episodes of Surveyor Says. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, as well as our podcast host, Podbean. And remember, it's a great day to be a surveyor.